With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Certainly is, Tuesday night edition of it. Welcome to it, Matty Rogers, the great man himself, uh, here for two nights only, and Scotty Sattler in the Sports Day studio. Gentlemen, how are we? We got over night number one last night. I'm a little bit concerned. Slept well. Well, what's happened? I'm concerned about... So Rat came in yesterday, listeners, and he this had his it. he had his you know, beautiful polo shirt on and dressed well, dressed really well. He comes in today with it's a it's between Breaking Bad, Mister Heisenberg, or a Mex- Bonanza, or a Mexican cartel. <laughs> it's a it's just yeah. a cool hat. Sats. It's a rotten hat. <laughs> it it's is not. not. It's very Byron Bay. Yeah. Very Byron. It was a hot day, sun was shining, and I had a hat on today. We're inside, being pre- side, mate. Yeah, I listen, know, but you I, know people I, who wear sunnies inside and hats yeah. inside, there's yeah. no need for it. Yeah. You're an A grade. No. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh, that's harsh. <laughs> God, are you, Derek? Yeah. <laughs> but he's just wearing a t shirt today. He's gotten rid of the polo. And you know what else he got rid of today? What? He got rid of the mo. I did. He looked younger. Well, actually, I actually. <laughs> I was getting stuck to the microphone yesterday. <laughs> I was getting too close, and I felt like Velcro. Now, that was the crap you were speaking. Yeah, right. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, come on, come on. Oh. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, SEN 1170, uh, SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy, uh, 1620 on the Gold Coast, SEN Track, of course, throughout New South Wales and Queensland, uh, SEN Fanatic, if you're listening on the app or on DAB+. Plus, in Sydney or Brisbane, I should say, or through the SEN app. Welcome to the show. Big one tonight. You can follow us on TikTok. It's Sports Day SEN. Kieran Foran, the Titans' new man, joins us on the show. It is our Titans' takeover day on SEN today. Uh, We're pushing their memberships. If you want a membership and they're doing some good deals today, get online, titans.com.au. Just look for the membership tab. And work away. A lot of Titan supporters in southeast Queensland and across the country are very excited and optimistic about this year. Well, he was the king of the Northern Beaches. I wonder whether he still is the king of the Northern Beaches, Kieran Foran. But uh, yeah, now he's the king of what? Snap a king of Kira. King of Kira. Ooh, Mate, I like I, that. I'm, 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 I'm very optimistic about the Titans this year, particularly after you know that second trial that they played. Gee, gee, that looked good. They did. You know, with their, with their top players on the field. And and I think, you know, I mean, their, their challenges have been in their spine the last, you know, 12 months. Um, you know, you chuck Foran and Verrills in there. But you know who I was really impressed with in the trial matches was their probably who's going to be their backup halfback is young Tom Weaver. He's a good little player, Tom he Weaver. He was sharp. Yeah. Palm Beach Crumbin. Yeah, Kid, very is sharp. Yep. And, and he's got a big future in the game. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how they go. Um, I'm excited to see if they can start to release – 
the beast in Fafita. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him. Who's the best kid to come out of Palm Beach, Corumba? Because that's a great factory for rugby league players, isn't it? Oh. What do you base it on? Do you base it on? Success. Joel Parkinson. Oh, oh okay. well, no, let's go all sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parker. Yeah. Parker was there. I think Mick was there. Um, Rugby ben, league. Ben Hannett was there. Darius Boyd. Darius Boyd. Darius Boyd. And you look at his record. One of the greatest. Itself. One of the great athletes I think I've ever seen that never went on to have a great rugby league career is Shannon Walker. Remember him? Oh, Shannon Walker. from Kyogle, the Kyogle Turkeys. He scored tries. He scored tries mm. that only Shannon Walker could score. Went to rugby, didn't he? Yeah, he played did sevens. sevens. There was a guy that came out of there in about 1991. His name was Craig Weston. Oh, yeah. I know his he brother, picked, Steve. Didn't, yeah. he get, didn't, yeah. he get, didn't he get picked to play first grade at 15 or 16? No, or? that wasn't oh, him. No, yeah, wasn't he, him. Was, he was like the next Wally Lewis. Mm. He, he was oh, yes, Australian schoolboy, yeah. played first grade really young, went yep. to England and, and had a great career in England as well. He was a mm. tremendous player, yeah. Would he buy you a beer? Because his brother doesn't. Yeah, he'd buy you a beer. Okay. Yeah. Was Jerome, Jerome Hughes from Palm Beach? Yeah. Yeah, Jerome yeah. Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Throw that one. Kane Elgi. Kane Elgi. Kane Elgi. Elgi or Elgi. Yeah. No, I'm talking big ones, big names. Mm. Well, Jerome Hughes, he's one of the, you know. Oh, no, Jerome Hughes, I'm all with that. I'm tick. yeah. yeah. Mm. Why are you oh. looking at me like that? Well, you just, you know, you looked at me funny. Where'd you <laughs> oh, park? Just the... you get me away. <laughs> Where, where'd you park the bus? Uh, across the road. <laughs> across the road. Uber in. Just outside not... the school. Mm. <laughs> he looks like he's just come straight out of the, the lab with that hat on. <laughs> I can't look at him seriously. Yeah, I know. Um, by the way, um, feel the energy as a Titans member this season. Good luck to the Titans as well. Storm back rower Trent Liero yes. is joining us because well, he's. Sunshine Coast product, yep, he is. living the life in Melbourne nowadays. and He's one of the kids that is going to come off a production line. That we don't know a lot about at the moment, um, but he's a kid to really look oh, out for. Oh, they just keep producing him, don't yeah, they? Yeah, he's a tremendous yeah. young kid. You know what I'm excited about? This I'm TLT. I'm How come we haven't changed this thing? TLT. Because I'm the boss. Audio. The kids love it. TLT. TLT. He just loves listening to his own voice. That's the problem. Oh. Hey, what about Cody Walker out of Palm Beach, Corumban? He is too. Oh, really? Benny Eichen. Benny Eichen, Benny yes. Benny Eichen, of course. Wow. Mm. Some big names to come out yeah. of. Yeah. yeah Great school. Been. Actually, uh, that a tremendous coach here called Rod Patterson for a number of years and a like a real Wayne Bennett time coach. Mm. But um, their, their main man up there now is a guy that played for the Gold Coast Giants in their first few years, Jeff Bagnall. No bags. Yeah, Don Great Saunders fella. is the teacher there who's the yep. uncle of Tom Dearden yep. as well. Oh, I yeah. went to Palm yeah. Beach State School. Did you? Doesn't yeah. count. It <laughs> doesn't count. What's the count. difference? Well, it's not a high school. It's oh, the is that the primary? School. Yeah, yeah. That was the best 15 years of your life, though. Oh, <laughs> it was. was it? Miami, on the Gold Coast, Miami High School would be the one to go to. They surf all day, don't they? Well, pretty much, you know, if you pick a sport for a subject nowadays, you can just, you do a lot of it. How good Those is schools that? have sports for subjects. Um, also on the show, uh, it is Teamless Tuesday, as I mentioned. Steve Smith, cat, the Australian skipper, going into the third test tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Make sure you download the SEN app or listen through SEN. Live coverage of that from indoor. Uh, Barat Sundaraisen, uh, will be speaking to him ahead of the uh, third test. Now, I'm hearing a lot of talk around Caelan Ponger. I want to put it to you boys mm-hmm. and our listeners well, Caelan Pong has moved to 5'8", be successful. I'm not sure. We're not going to debate about it now, are we? 
Are we going to debate about it now? No, or? I'm just I'm putting it fearless out. Okay. And I'm just putting you on notice. Well, the jury's out, right? Like, yeah. you, you, I mean, you can't make any judgment yet. He might be an absolute freak and, and plays a little it. bit like a five eighth anyway, doesn't he? What, what I what I want from my best players in, in the field is getting the ball in their hands, yeah. and he's going to get a lot more ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll just see how that plays out. But um, going to be interesting to talk to. It'd be interesting to talk to Darren Lockyer, who made the same transition. Yeah. Five eighth first as a young kid went to fullback, Golden Boot champion at one position. Moved up back up into the front line and got another golden boot as the best player in the world. Well, they gave up a bit to get Lockie Miller. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the decision's made. It's out and out. He's, he's playing 5'8". So whether he goes good, bad or indifferent in the first few games, I think he's, he's going to be there. Mm. Okay, let's say he has a big year in the sixth jersey for, for the Knights. And let's hope for our listeners through 2HD, he does. When Origin comes around... Fullback. Fullback. Do you, yeah. do you just put him at fullback? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. He's, really? he's a freakish talent. Like he, he'd be able to handle. But he the can't just play any position. Well, Not against great opposition in the Blues. He's a, he's a sort of he's a sort of kid you'd throw him in the centres. He'd do the job. Put him at lock. Threw him at lock. His Anything. first Origin, he played lock and top of tackle count. Nearly won the game. So uh, I don't think he's. I actually, I actually prefer him at five eighth. But anyway, we'll dis, we'll discuss that a little bit later on. Makes yeah. me angry. Mm. Makes me angry. Hey boys, it's my twenty fifth wedding anniversary today. Wow. Your poor wife. No, honestly. I'm here. <laughs> honestly. She's not poor. You've met her. Yeah, you know she's, she's lovely, nasty, lovely. nasty thing she is. Uh, 25 years. And she's off to Harry Styles Harry tonight. Styles. That were lined up from lunchtime. That I drove past uh, Heritage Bank Stadium, I think it's called now. Is and um, they were lined up at midday down the road. It was insane, the amount of people what, out there. What for? To hear him sing one song, his one song. I don't, I don't know any And that's the Harry horses. Songs. He sings, Isn't the, that Daryl Braithwaite? Yeah, but actually, the other night, Daryl Braithwaite's in the crowd yeah. while Harry's singing the horses. Mm. Is it really that song? No, he's got yeah. a, one oh, other. Right, he's got one other. song. Yeah. Right. No, he's got a cup. No, he sings the horses. Oh, by Daryl Braithwaite. You on the horses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Who was, yeah. Don't you answer it. You've been in music. Who was the female in that song? And she's not yeah, the horse. The other voice. Was it? No, nah, it's not Camilla. It's Ky- not Camilla. Oh. Is it Kylie? Margaret no. Ehrlich. Margaret Ehrlich. Yeah. New Zealander. Mm. Oh, New Zealand lady who came to Australia in the, the useless 90s. fact that I didn't need it to was know. True, yeah, yeah. True. What? Mm. What do you mean by that? It's Fun fact Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, so nothing. I'm at home by myself tonight. No gift. No, no. I've got no present mm. from her. Now, one of, our, one of our great supporters of us is McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And we're waiting for my, my beautiful mm. wife to return. I love McDonald's. Yeah. And we've got a we've got a challenge on tonight, listeners. So, Rat and I and Cohen, uh, Daddy Vass, <laughs> are going to get our chocolate thick shakes. Yep. And there's going to be a forty pack of nuggets that'll arrive with every different sauce available. Mm. And Woogie's going to try and finish it before the end of the show. What's the challenge, though? I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> jealous. Can I? Can I play? Can you take that hat can off? <laughs> What's his name? Daddy Vass. Daddy Vass. Can you take a photo of Matt's can, stupid hat and can, put it up on social media? Can I? Can I? Can Please? I play? Can I get forty nuggets too? You, you can have the you sauces. <laughs> right. You can have the sauces, mm. mate. I don't see the challenge. I'm also getting. A, I'm getting a shake and fries with it as well. So. <laughs> Hey, there's no one at home tonight. Hey, um, what about cricket today? How about this? Let's have a chat about this. Two needed here for England. Flick down the left side. Flick down the outside. He's got it. Can you believe it? Wagner. Wagner is done it. New Zealand win by one run. What a stunning test.
So New Zealand needed two runs off the last ball to win, one to tie. Anderson caught down the leg side by Blundell. Great catch. And New Zealand win the test match on the last ball on the fifth day. Amazing game of cricket. I didn't see it. You saw it, Sats. I did. And listeners, if you haven't watched any footage of it yet, go to you know, KO. I've got those those short packs where you can watch in sort of like a 10 or 15-minute a little package. It's worth watching. It is one of the most dramatic finishes, I think, in Test cricket history. And maybe we're all full of adrenaline at the moment, but they're the, only the fourth team in the history of cricket, New Zealand, to win after being forced to follow on. It's an amazing achievement in New Zealand. And um, yeah, Joe Root nearly scored two centuries in, in two innings, fell five, uh, five runs short. At one stage there, they were five for 80 England. I think they were trying to get 280 odd or whatever it was. Um, yeah, five for 80 at one stage. Joe Root getting up to 95 and nearly a run a ball as well. And we keep hearing about how uh, Baz, Baz McCullum, don't dare say that. Well, which one was saying Baz Because everyone's saying Baz ball. What's Baz ball? Well, it's like money ball. He's right. reinvented cricket. and yeah, stuff. Oh, so He's okay. trying to play test cricket oh, right. the same way that you play yeah. 50 over cricket. Yeah, okay. sort of thing. Yeah. And Joe Root was moving along at that, at that pace as well. But then all of a sudden... It just uh, – all the cards started, started to fall. They only had two wickets and about 30-odd runs. Um, yeah, tr- tremendous effort. What a great test match. It's, it's, it's breathed life back into – The test arena. Test match cricket. Because well, people well, are thinking, oh, there's we're no – We're due, aren't we? We're due to get yeah. one good test match at some point. Just if yeah. it involves Australia, that would yeah, be nice. it would be handy. Actually, Jace on the text, I didn't see it, as I said. wasn't last ball. Apparently about 30 overs left. But anyway, it's good to see a test Go down to the last session, or near the last session at least. So, mm. uh, yeah, well done to the Kiwis. If they can do that against Sri Lanka, that'll be good for us because that means we'll be into the final of the the Test Championship. Hey, boys, want to go back to that New Zealand thing from? Uh, sorry, not New Zealand thing. Back to the fullback thing. Mm. And again, I'm going to throw it out there again. I, I talked to you about um, the the number one position for Queensland. Then, if Carlin Ponga has an outstanding, you know time, first 10 rounds or whatever with the the Knights in the yep. number six. Mm. And AJ Brimson, for example, yep. has a mm. wonderful time with the Titans in the first 10, ten rounds. Do you run do – you, do you leave – do you put Brimson at fullback? Do you put Ponga? Like, Brimson has to be considered as well. I think he's a perfect 14, Brimson. I uh, This is my argument. Mm. I, I, I think, you know – AJ Brimson coming off the bench after 20 minutes would terrorise. Getting out of dummy half oh, and just my turning up in areas where yeah. you don't expect him to, yeah. just outside the forwards, tipping you know, on. Ty, yeah. His footwork and his ability to move laterally is just, it's as good as anyone I've ever seen. And a little bit like Kale and different, obviously physically, but yeah. can play anywhere. Yeah. Can play at a dummy half, can play in the halves, can play centre, can play wing, fullback. Yeah. yeah, AJ Brinson at his best is, is my Queensland number 14. Yep. Right. What about Reese Walsh? Yeah, um, well, you know, he's, he's a very good player, Reese, but um, I think Reese has got to show what consistency yeah, is. Yeah, I, I think, when, I think we need a year or two of Reese Walsh yeah, week exactly. in, week out, performing at a high level. I think, you know, he's showed us flashes of his brilliance, and, and I hope we see see that. Um, durability has been an issue over the, over the last season or two, and um, I think. He is a absolute star, um, but we just need to see more of him. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Particularly our listeners in Queensland, what do you reckon? Who, do you, who would you like to see in the number one position for the Maroons? If let's say Reese Walsh, AJ Brimson have a wonderful start to the season, do they put pressure on Kalen Ponga to possibly not get that spot? 
Uh, Russell on the text on 0457 736 736 says Benji Marshall, PBC. Now he's Kebra Park. Kebra Park, Kibra. Yep. Yep. which yep. is another wonderful factory for rugby league players. Yep. Dave uh, Fafita was Kebra Park. Yeah, there's a lot of them from there. Isn't Payne Haas. Payne Haas, yeah. yeah. Kebra Park. Uh, there's some very good ones. Um, there's one here about G'day Shaggers. Roosters are salary cap cheats, and I think gutless how the media won't call it how they see it. I don't know. Do the media – that's from the reptile. We don't know. We, it's we only don't. speculation. Yes. I mean – But it's been speculation for years, boys. Yeah. You know, and surely well, – As we spoke about last night, the Roosters have got greater selling points to a potentially to a player than, than other clubs unfortunately don't have. And they're a great club. They've always been a great club. You're going to play finals each and every year. You're going to be a better player with better players around you. It's a pretty easy sell. And, and an amazing new state-of-the-art stadium in the middle of Sydney. Yeah. You know, with about 15 fans living watching. At, living at Bondi. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad gig. Yeah, yeah good point. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened? Um, oh, let's talk about the Aussies tomorrow. The third test in mm. indoor. Um, I'm just sorry. I'm thinking about the Nuggets. Uh, the Australian team, how does it look? Do we go in with three spinners again? Do, is, are we likely to go in with uh, Todd Murphy, obviously the Goats, and also Kuhneman with Stark coming back into the team? He's not fully fit, Stark, but Cam Green should also come into the team at six and he'll be that backup pace bowler. Do you think that's how they'll go with the bowling and also then move Travis Head to the opening position in, in place of Warner? Yeah, I, I think... The second test, even though we lost it, showed that the... Uh, we can compete. Well, we compete, but most importantly, we've got those three bowlers that can turn the ball. Cam Green turns the ball as well. Um, we hear from a lot of the batters, a lot of the guys that, that actually... Cam Green turns the ball. He's a paceman. No, well, he's not. He's, he's not. He's not. He's, he bowls at 140 plus. Yeah, but the, what the batters say is that they've never seen a, bat, a bowler that can... The ball lifts so much, so suddenly, yeah. and makes him move in the crease. And... And so with Cam Green, he'll probably be more important than Mitch Start on on a pitch like that over there. And the and the and the spin bowlers have proven that the pitches have been designed for for the for the spin bowlers. So, so you're going um, with three spinners? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it hasn't got the job done though in the in the first two. They bowl well, Matty. They bowl well. Well, well, well I guess it's it, yeah. Well, it's on the batsman then, really, isn't it? I mean, the batsmen have got to show up. Well, and Cummins didn't bowl himself in that. I can't believe it. When they were seven for 150 in the first innings in the second test, Cummins didn't bowl again. Anyway, what do you think? 0457 736 736. How should that uh, test team for the Aussies look tomorrow ahead of the third test? Got to go. Kieran Foran. It's a Titans takeover. He joins us next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Fest here in this first half. Foran at the line, showing it. Parker was there. Foran still going. The veteran. The battle-tested warhorse. Hopefully next time when we're talking, the war The, the battle-tested warhorse. Wow. That's a slap in the face, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Is that a rap? Or? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, backhanded compliment, I think, that one is. Listen, a guy joining us on the show now, as you realise, is Kieran Foran, the new, probably one of the biggest off-season signings. Absolutely. Along with Verrills. I reckon yep. the t- two of the best off-season yep. signings at the Titans. But in, in a room right here, and Kieran, hello. Welcome to Sports Day, mate. Hey, guys. In this room, I've got a man who played for two Gold Coast teams in Scotty Sattler. What were mm. they again? The defunct 
Giants. No, I was a scholarship holder at the Giants. Yeah. I played at the Seagulls and then the Chargers. And then Matty Rogers obviously played for the Titans. Yep. And you signed, Scotty, Matty Rogers at the Titans. Oh, well, we did. Yeah. As a as a No, you team. always walk around the yeah, sports and go, I got Matty Rogers. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. We did the, we did the well, launch not, of the casino. Well, it's Remember not that? about us, this interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Let's get back to the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the guy. Can we talk to the guy Here on the he is, uh, One of the best signings for 2023, Kieran Foran. Welcome to Sports Day again. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Now, have you found anything that is equivalent to the to the stain the stain yet on the Gold Coast? <laughs> the manly <laughs> course, yet, no. No. no, no, the Burley Pab's all right, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 it does go all right. Yeah, it does you've go got to right. mortgage your house for a beer down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, um, <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate tell me how, how does Burley Beach compare to, to Manly Beach, mate? It's a, it's a, it's a bit different temperature wise, but uh, how do they compare? Oh, yeah, mate. Um, look, we. We're staying down at Kira at the moment, so it's it's been beautiful down this end. Um, you know, I've been getting out for a few surfs, and yeah, the water temperature has been amazing. So yeah, I'm I'm settling in really well. We all are. It's uh, the lifestyle's been great, and and the club's been great also. Have you come across living around Kira and Snapper Rocks? Have you come across Mick Fenning and Parkinson and Steph Gilmore and Co? <laughs> Funny you say that. I was, I was having a paddle last week actually, and I bumped into Parko out there. And uh, I remember, I, I said to him, oh, you probably don't remember me, but I was up here for an All-Stars um, game, I think it was 2012, and uh, Wayne Bennett organised a uh, bit of a surf school lesson for all the players um, with Parco. So um, I remember that day vividly, and I, I sort of rejigged his memory, and he, he remembered uh, who I was. And um, we were having a good chat Mate, out there in the surf last week. He, he loves his footy, Parco, and he, um, I've got no doubt he'd remember remember you even without the uh, the surfing lesson. But uh, mate, you got to be careful with Parco in the surf. He is the drop in king. He refuses to let people have waves. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, mate, great fella, Parco. He was telling me, yeah. He was telling me to drop in, and I was going, mate, I'm not game enough to drop in. Yeah, mate, he does. He just tells you when you're out in the surf, and just drop in. Just drop in. I'm like, mate, I'm not a pro surfer. It's not my job. I'll get punched in the nah, face. No. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. mate, mate, just back, right. back to the footy. Um, mate, you've come to the Titans, yep. uh, you know, a big signing. And, you know, I look at the role that you will play there, and, you know, obviously they had their challenges last year with the spine, a really young spine. Lack some direction at times, hindered the ability to, you know, use the strike weapons like the Fafitas on the edges and stuff. Um, how have you found, you know, you feeling, well, you know, you're taking over that position in the middle there and, and steering the ship of those younger minds? Yeah, look, I've been blown, blown away since um, arriving at the club just with the amount of talent that they, they possess. Like, um, as you said just then, you know, they, they probably didn't use it as well as they could have last season, um, you know, and they went with a, a reasonably inexperienced spine. But, um, look, they, they've got strike all over the field, and, and that's something that excite, is exciting for a player like myself. Um, you know, just being able to work out how to how to bring, you know, those players into the game and actually maximise that. So um, we've worked really hard through the pre-season at building those combinations, and, um, look, I, I've got to say, I can't be happier with how things have, have gone so far. Um, look, we know we know it's going to be a, a challenging year and um, we're going to be up against it, but I feel like we're, we're right up for it, which is exciting. 
Tanner Boyd, Kieran, I've, I've known the kid for quite a while and I've watched him uh, with great admiration through his, his schoolboy career at Kebra Park. He's a sponge for information. He's a great kid. He's got a great work ethic, which I've got no doubt you've seen over the last couple of months. Has he attached himself to you, trying to milk as much information as possible? Yeah, you, you've hit the nail on the head there. You know, he, he is an absolute sponge and um, I've been so impressed with his work ethic since arriving at the club. Um, for a young guy, he's, he's had a, a reasonably difficult uh, and challenging start to his career. Um, it hasn't been all smooth sailing, and I think that's probably been the best thing for him. If you uh, want my honest opinion, I think he's um, learned to become very resilient uh, in his approach to footy. And um, you know, turning up there day one of preseason, he, he was able to. You know, we were able to sit down and have some chats about the style of footy that we thought we might want to play and. Um, He's just been able to adapt to that really well. And um, as you saw last weekend in that trial game, I thought he was he was superb in his performance. And I think he's only going to you know grow from strength to strength as he, as the year goes on. Now, there's a guy, Kieran, that's played a pretty big role in your your rugby league life since going back to Manly, I believe. And he's the, the head of performance that's now come to the Gold Coast Titans. Not only does he, he keep you on the field physically and make you feel as fresh as possible, but psychologically as well, you've... You formed a really good combination. Can you remind me what his name was and how important he has been to you? Yeah, Cam Ferguson is his name. Um, yeah, so he he was the, uh, he was running sort of the strength and, and rehabilitation program down at Manly when I went back to the club uh, at the start of 2021. And um, look, he's a, a really intelligent guy. Um, He's unassuming. <laughs> he's quite uh, quite dry in his sense of humour, but he's uh, the boys absolutely love him. Um, but look, very very skilled at what he does, um, and anyone who's worked with him will will um, you know will tell you that. And uh, yeah, look, I, I think the Titans have done done a great thing in bringing him up here. Um, you know, you've only got to chat to a few of these young guys that have been at the Titans for a number of years, and they've. You know, been telling me that they've never trained this way. Um, you know that you know this is a complete different sort of structure and routine that that they've had in the past, but that they they're really adapting well to it and loving it. And um, yeah, look, he's I think he'll be brilliant for the club moving forward. Oh, that's great to hear. I, I know, um, mate, you, you're you know one of the key signings for the Titans this year. But another guy that's come along with you, a, a guy named Sammy Verrills. Now, I. I believe, personally, the most important person in, in your attack is your hooker. He starts everything off. And if you've got no strike there, it take, puts so much pressure onto the halves and, in, in turn, gets out to the edges and, you know, you just lose time. Can you tell me a little bit about how he's going? I've, I've heard some amazing things about the young man. I hear he's a great guy, hard trainer. Can you, give it, can you fill us in? Yeah, look, um, Sammy's been great. And as you said there, um, you know, he's so crucial to the success of the team. Um, You've got to have a genuine nine and a, and a real threat around the ruck and, and an intelligent nine as well. And Sammy ticks all those boxes. Uh, he's a really smart young hooker. He understands, um, you know, the speed of the ruck well, um, you know, where the opportunities present. And, you know, he's been making our job a hell of a lot easier as halves um, just with controlling the middle of that field. And, and I know the big boys are absolutely loving uh, running off him. Um, and allowing him to dictate play around the middle of the field, which has been great. 
I've noticed he's got a long neck and a skinny head. So you've played with one of the great long necks and skinny heads in, in Cherry. So is is Dali, is he still got the longest neck and longest head when you compare him to Sammy oh, Barrels? I'll tell you what, it's, you've, it's, uh, it's, it's a close tie. I oh, wow. Between those two. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Ches has got him. I reckon Ches has got him with a longer neck. <laughs> Mate, tell me, uh, look, Dave Fafita, he's, he's, he's been a much maligned player over the last couple of years. And, yeah, look, there's a lot of pressure heaped on him. You know, he's got so much talent. And I think, you know, fans get frustrated not seeing him in space running the ball. But that... I mean, that, you can't put that all on Dave Fafita. How are you going to unlock this potential this year, mate? Well, I think, look, at, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the whole side unlocking Dave. And I, I think it also comes down to him. And um, I tell you what, I couldn't be more impressed with how he's applied himself through the preseason. And all the coaches and all the players will, will say exactly the same thing. He has trained the house down. Um, he's got himself in the best physical shape. Um, that he can be in and at the end of the day you know um, I feel like as a footy side it's about us getting you know the side into the positions on the field that are going to work for Dave Um, look he's a he's a unique player he's he's an x-factor he's a guy that's going to you know that can do things that that not many other players can but at the end of the day we don't want to rely just solely on Dave to do that we want him to um, be able to to work really hard throughout the eighty minutes and and nail that role first, and then uh, as you saw in the trial, you know when he has those deft touches um, and he's able to to come up with those special passes and runs, then you know that's just the icing on top, um, and, and that's what we'll be looking for from him. Only turned twenty three on the weekend. It's crazy, it's crazy. He picked yeah. up that ball, that loose ball against the Dolphins, and how he took the, oh. so much explosion, so much power. Now. Uh, Desi up against um, Justin Holbrook in a sense of tearing the paint off the walls. So Desi's one of the greats at it. One of the greats. Blow up. Now I've known Justin Holbrook Titsy for quite a while. I'm thinking he'd be a little right. bit more. Calm he doesn't than... know the nickname yet. Oh yeah. So Justin Holbrook's yeah. nickname is Titsy. Okay. Oh yeah. wow. So okay. I'm thinking he'd be a little bit more subdued than than Desi. One hundred percent. Yep. No, I haven't. Uh, had a, haven't had a Justo spray yet. So, and it'd be pretty hard to topple Desi's sprays. Um, I think he takes the cake for that, Desmond. So, um, no. Nah, look, just just comes across as a a far more relaxed um, character than than what Desi is. And um, I've really enjoyed my time under Just so far. Mm. He's um got a real different approach to, to coaching to, to what I'm used to and I'm absolutely loving it. It's um it's really good. Um he's really nurturing of his players. He's um he's you know creates a very, very happy environment. Um and um yeah it, it's it's been yeah it's been a pleasure to turn up the training so far. It's been it's been really good. Yeah, nice one, mate. Hey, the, the the Gold Coast fan base it can be pretty fickle. Um, you win games that they're gonna they're gonna show up and they're gonna support you. Now, getting off to the getting the season off to a good start is incredibly important. But how much emphasis have you put on this first game? You're coming up against a Tigers side that look they you know that they're on a, on a rebuild. Um, they would have been disappointed in their last year. How much emphasis has been put on this game? I mean, obviously, you know, win, lose, or draw, the season doesn't go out the window or it doesn't become a premiership. But how much importance is Justin placing on this first game and getting this season off to a good start? Yeah, look, I think it's it's important for us as a as a club and, as you said, our supporters and fan base, you know, 
Um, we want to start the season off on a really good note. Um, we want everyone to get behind us and, and everyone to see the work that we've put in over the last four months. So, um, you know, like you said, Dan, it's not the be all and end all, but at the end of the day, we have placed a fairly high um, emphasis on this first game and we will be um, going out of the blocks, um, leaving nothing in the tank and um, and going after the, the, the two points because we know how important it is to start well. So, yeah, look, um, we're preparing well. And, and as I said, it's, uh, there's a fairly high emphasis on, on going out there and getting the win. And Kieran, uh, before we let you go, your first home game as a Titan is round three, Seabus Super Stadium, of course, against the Storm. What a game this will be. Two o'clock on Saturday, the 18th of March. Are you hoping for a big turnout? Yeah, look, if all things goes to plan, you know, then hopefully we've won the first uh, couple of games away and, and we come home to play the Storm at home in round three after, you know, winning two on the trot. That would be the ideal um, plan. And um, and then we can get right up for that game against them. So, yeah, look, um, yeah, hoping for a great turnout. We want we want a really big turnout for all our home games. Um, we want the Gold Coast to, to be behind us the whole year. And, um, you know, I'll say one thing where... Um, we're certainly not settling for for average this year. We we're going after it, and um, we'll be be doing all that we can. I can't wait for that round for what Kieran yeah. said about Cam Munster. I can't wait for that matchup. So everyone's yeah. got to get there. Very good, and it's a great stadium to watch. <laughs> Did you not hear what he said about Cam Munster? Yeah. Oh, we'll leave it to another interview. Yeah, yeah, right. okay. oh, no worries. Okay, <laughs> uh, feel the energy this NRL season as a Gold Coast Titans member. Of course, it is a Titans takeover today on SCN. Just visit titans.com.au. There is a lot of excitement around this team this year. Sure Some is. very, very good recruits. Kieran Foran, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. TLT. I'm dynamite. There it is, kids. TLT. It's Team List Tuesday. Very excited. But, boys, before we go to Team List Tuesday, we're going to introduce you to one of the uh, the whack packers, uh, Matty Rogers. It's our favourite accountant, Adrian. From uh, He's from Castle Hill today. G'day, Adrian. Yeah, g'day, mate. I'm not an accountant, you clown. Fair Yes, you are, aren't you? You tell us that all the time. Anyway, what I want to talk about is when you mentioned about when you mentioned about Ponga and AJ Brimson, mate, Cameron Munster is the six forever. Kalen Ponga is one of the worst defenders I've ever seen. He'll be back at fullback before Easter. Yeah, that's a big call. I mean, if you're an edge forward. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the that's place where they do, they do attack, the edge forward. They run at the halves. It's, it's obviously yeah. the weakest part of the line. But, well, I mean, I, that's yet to be determined. I haven't seen him standing in the line and have guys coming at him. Adrian, are you concerned about his head knocks as well? Well, you only had to look when they played Parramatta and Mitchell Moses made a goose of him. Mm. He's not, he's not, he's, they'll, they'll kill him. At the edge forwards, I mean Ola Kalatu and people like that. I think it's a little. Di- just, I think it's a little. Yeah. Di- it's a little different when you're at the back uh, and you've got a lot of space. It's a bit different when you're in the defensive line 
and you've got people either side of you to support you in your defence, if he's prepared to stand in the way of people, um, you know, he'll slow him down enough to get up. I, I think you'll go all right there. I don't think defence yeah. is going to be an issue. Why are you so cranky today, Adrian? No. He's, he's upset, isn't he? No, I'm not cranky at all. But when you, when you mentioned the 6-1 and one for Queensland and you didn't even mention Munster, I mean, in the, in the Herald, right, they named all of the most valuable player. Well... Mm. For me, Nathan Cleary, he hasn't delivered at Origin, right. and he was only mediocre in, at the World Cup. I, Joey Martin is the best player in the world, and then... <laughs> Goes on. We didn't even but mention... he's got an opinion, Jason. But we didn't Let mention... Him num- Let him go. Mate, I... give yourself another couple of weeks, and you say, God, <laughs> that accountant, I'll tell you what. Adrian, I want you to keep contacting us with your opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I like am, it. And, yeah, he's got a point. I mean, we didn't mention Munster, but, I mean, the reason why we didn't mention him, because it's a given, Munster's a coin exactly. number six. Yeah. And you were asking... Do they put him back to fullback? Fullback. Well, we either, either he's, not, he's not going to play 5'8 for Queensland. Hey, Rad, do you, when you're a fullback and you're in the front line for a couple of weeks as yep. a 5'8 defensively, you know you're going to go back to fullback eventually. Yep. So you're not in that defensive mindset. That's right. When you're doing the entire preseason mm. and you're locked into that 5'8 position, you've got a completely different defensive mindset. And, and I'll tell you what, what helps uh, a, a, a defender on the edge is the person they got inside him. Who's his protector? Yep. For me, it was Greg Bird. Mm. And that was a great guy to have inside me for four years. And it, it was, mate, if I needed help, he was there. Yep. And it's who's going to be inside Kalen? Who's going to be supporting him? Because it is going to be a different workload mm. for him. You've just no got to different... get tangled up in their legs, you haven't you, rat? You've just got to hang in there. <laughs> and, mate, I, I used to tell stories about, mate, when... Fooey, fooey, moi, moi was running at me and he just kept coming off a, off a, like a dropout or a kickoff and he'd run infield and then he'd swerve back out at me. And he did it about three times and uh, obviously they'd scored a few tries. And uh, <laughs> Birdie was off at the time and he came back on the field. I said, Birdie, I just, I, can you not let this bloke get to me? Anyway, he's, he's come, he comes running at me and uh, or he's, he comes running in field and he, come, and he turns, he comes back at me. I bent my back, I shut my eyes and I'd launch myself forward just to think, this is going to hurt, and and I and, I, and nothing hit me. And I've I've, I've opened my eyes because I always tackle with my eyes shut because yeah. I want to see it coming. And um, sure enough, Birdie had put him three meters over to my left. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Thank you, Greg." Did you hear about that story about Philly Philly when he's at South Sydney, the young player? No. They were training, and after about ten or fifteen minutes, he disappeared. And they're looking for where he was, and all of a sudden, after an hour or two, they rang his home, and. His partner put Fui on the phone. They said, Fui, you can't just leave training. He said, I play 10 minutes. I train 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to go to a break. By the way, just a heads up on Adrian. We know he's a real estate agent, but we just like calling him an accountant. So it's a bit of an ongoing thing. But he argues that a real estate agency. Well, Bondi Jack corrects us all the time. But he argues that it's better being a real estate agent than an accountant. Oh, I beg to differ. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah. Well, well, you're just whinging about yours. Yeah, <laughs> so, anyway, we've got to go to break. We'll do Team List Tuesday when we come back, right? Yes. We all good yeah, for that? Yeah, you yeah. keep telling us you're the boss. So well, apparently. mate, you're telling great stories. By the way, where are the nuggets? Will we be eating those tonight? You put up this challenge. They're not even here yet. You're salivating, aren't you? Has your missus gone to China to get them? <laughs> when is she coming back? It's going to be cold nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> back in a moment. Sports day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. 
This is Sports Day. With Scotty Sattler and Matt Rogers uh, here tonight. We're going to do Teamless Tuesday in just a moment, but Sats wants to read out a text. John from Gosford. <laughs> Woogie, great job cutting the call off. Sats' opinions like assholes. Everyone has one. Shouldn't be Ed. What a load of tripe about Cleary. John, I didn't say anything about what? Cleary. That was the that accountant. Was, that was Adrian. That was the accountant. Well, maybe Nathan Cleary's maybe one of my favourite players. Yeah, maybe you read the text wrong there. Maybe you're saying that oh. that opinion on Cleary was no. I didn't. Right. Here she is. Hey oh, boys, the nuggets arrived. Arrived. Hey boys, quickly, we've got uh, oh. two yep. and a half minutes. Let's quickly run through the major ins and outs from the games this weekend. Well, there's no ins and outs. Well, sorry, really. ins. Well, major yeah. ins. And there's one major out. Well, what what we would consider a major out is is Milford not not being line, not lining up for the Dolphins. Yep. That's uh, that's a huge call. Yep. Um, you like the look of the West Tigers team, boys? Oh, the West Tigers I like team, it. I do, and I, don't I mind it. And, and I like the look of the Titans team. I reckon that's gonna that could that could be the game of the round. Mm. To be honest, two teams coming off the back of a pretty average seasons last year. You know, t- Tigers on the rebuild, Titans with a couple of new players. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we we forgot to mention Aaron Shoop, who's you know a new centre at the Titans, come up from Doggies. the Bulldogs. Yeah, um, add some a bit of starch on the edge there in defence. Um, man, I, I'm excited about this game. I think. It's going to be a tight one. I think the Titans might squeak home, though. Reese Walsh out from the Broncos with that eye injury. Mm. Uh, Josh Schuster is not playing for the Eagles. And Cooper Johns has won that number six jersey. And uh, for the other games, well, well the Sharkies, Nico Hines. Nico out Hines, that, a big that out. calf yeah, injury. Yeah. And Daniel Lane out for... Sean Lane. Sean Lane, sorry. Sean Lane. Broken Daniel jaw. Lane. Yeah, Sean Lane out, which, you know, feeds back into, you know, the start of their season, they got the Storm round one. They got mm. the Sharks round two. And the Eagles round three. It's a pretty solid start to the season without Madison, without Lane, um, Papali'i gone, Reed gone. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how they fare in these first few rounds of the season. Yeah. Uh, Any other teams, boys? Storm, anyone like that? Well, the Roosters, one of the big outs for the Roosters, of course, is Angus Crichton, which is a huge one. And he probably won't come back and play for for numerous weeks while he seeks help. Jackson Paulo. Well, the storm. Oh, Jackson Paulo for the Roosters. Not yeah, the yeah. storm. The storm are, are, are. I mean, they're they're basically. You know, there's a lot of new faces in that side this year, and they've lost a lot of experience. It's going to be interesting to see how they go as well. I'm, I'm, it's going to be a big game. Rabbits. You're worried about a bit of depth in the forwards, aren't just you? Just in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Just the lacking experience. Well, last year row. Thomas Burgess had come off the bench. And he's and starting now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, bit of pressure on on young Mitchell. Shaq Mitchell. Davey is... Mowali and Shaq Mitchell have, you know, they've got to find something and Shaq's only new and uh, he looks good. Looks good, doesn't yeah, he? He looks yeah. athletic. And David Mowali is a good he? little player. He's well, a really good player. Yeah. Righty, yeah, one, uh, any other texts? 0457 736 736. Rat is Sats is right, Sats. Your opinions are always outstanding. Not having a crack at you, the callers left so. That's John. <laughs> uh, break time. Nuggets are here. Back The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Ah, uh, yeah, welcome to the second hour of Sports Day as Maddie. Uh, Matty, what's his name? Matty Rogers uh, wipes his lips <laughs> mm. after. How many nuggets did you get through, through there? A few. 
Can I just say, yeah, listeners, down to 17, you, by yeah. the way. Woogie just inhaled 20, 20 nuggets. nuggets in the space of that break. Can I just say I had 19 because Beck took one. Your missus. Wow. Your missus. I'm sure you, I'm sure you grabbed one out of the second box. Sats eight. He dunked a nuggets nugget in his thick shape. Oh. You got to, I used to do that to my chips and my cheeseburger. You don't do that. Yeah, you do. That's the best part about Mac is you can experiment. Oh. Uh, listen, if you're just joining us, uh, you've missed our chat with Kieran Foran, uh, the new Titans recruit. It was in our first hour. You can listen back to the podcast. Just type in Sports Day New South Wales into, into uh, any of your preferred podcast platforms. Uh, he's optimistic about his new club, and we're going after it, he says. I feel the energy this season. Uh, as a Gold Coast Titans member, they're doing a big thing today. It's Titans Takeover. Go to titans.com.au. Yeah, I am just wanted to jump on the, the, the text here. Uh, and, you know, we, we've been... You know, pretty critical of the cricket, um, and one of the text messages from from number ending two two eight zero says on the on the test cricket, if we get smashed, we whinge and complain. If we smash teams like the summer against South Africa and the West Indies, we whinge and complain. We do. I I get that, but I I want to see competition. Like they've been lopsided, non competitive matches. Like win, lose or draw, that's what I want to see. Is that not what we want to see? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not about. I mean, uh, the the standard of cricket in the summer was subpar. It was it was average in Australia. Well, it was good while we were winning. Well, no, it wasn't. But no, they were finishing was, in. No, that it was wasn't, crap. Wasn't good. Finishing two I, or three I didn't days. En- I didn't enjoy it at all. No, I didn't enjoy it that, either. That that there, what you guys are going on about, is exactly what the text message means. When we win, we still complain that it's. But we're entitled to. It's our team. But our team's winning. It's yeah, like saying, yeah, but it was cri- but crap, it's like saying your rugby league yeah, team. It's like, watching a bad, it's like watching a bludger of a game of footy. It's like, yeah. oh, I'd rather not watch it. But if, like, your team, I'd my lawn. if your team is winning by 30, which is, say, let's say it's equivalent to three days in cricket. No, it's not. It's you're going. By 60. You're going, how good's this? No, we're not. We want to see a contest. Yeah. So you, if your team's winning and winning comprehensively every week, no, I'm talking about in the cricket. You're complaining. No, I'm talking you... about in the cricket. Okay. We saw five or six bludger of test matches mm. this summer, and mate, but we won, and we saw a, a crap. And we were world. dominant. Yeah, but it was horrible cricket. Wow. And when we see lopsided games in the NRL, when we see lopsided games in the footy, you guys and, we, and we whinge about and we, and, and we complain about how lopsided the competition okay, is and the top four sides are smashing. India in three days, I want you to hear you two just complain about how bad it was. <laughs> no, Just complain how bad it was. It's not going to happen. Not happening. It's not going to happen. You guys are dead set the prophets of doom. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know the problem is don't give don't – give, um, him like examples with rugby league because he loves a good old sixty to nil thrashing. Oh, he loves anything that happens in rugby league. He just mm. doesn't matter. He can't just see laps it. it up. Of course, I'm going to defend it. Well, I love the game of rugby league too, Sats, but I just don't like it being sixty nil in a competition no, where no, we've got argu- a salary cap. No, the argument and is meant to be based on that text message. Is the argument is if your team, Australia and cricket, mm. but the analogy is rugby league. Mm. Is winning convincingly. We would have beat South happy. Africa and the West Indies. <laughs> yeah. Us could three. Have, could could oh, have Jason number God. three. Man, I could you have blocked the all bat. day. Mm. Yeah. Jeez, you, can, you know you can't make us happy. You know, Glenn said. Uh, no, makes don't read point. out his text. Justin, you should know how quick Cam Green bowls. Could, how, how could you ever forget that interview? He was sending text messages <laughs> last night saying, from your ex-listener. <laughs> I prefer, call you Justin? Are oh, you still calling ex-listener? <laughs> Cam Green goes, yeah, thanks for having me, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, 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 mate, you've made hey it. Hey, Justin, yeah, thanks <laughs> for having me. <laughs> you've, 
You've um, yeah. so good. Worst interview don't, don't ever. Be killing it in the media stakes. You're a big name in cricket journalism. Yeah, mostly. Mate, that interview was was as boring as this summer. Was. <laughs> like pulling teeth. It was horrible. And he's a lovely guy, but he just doesn't interview well. Right. Anyway. What about this from um, text message four eight four? Talking about origin and positions, and we're talking about Munster and Caelan Ponger and AJ Brimson before. So is Cherry Evans done at origin level? Does that mean number seven would be Tommy Dearden? I don't think he's done at origin level, but if who would would Dearden take over or would Sam Walker take over? For DCE? Yeah. Well, DCE's certainly not done at origin level. No, I don't think he's done. No, he's proven that. Like yeah. he, he performs on that stage. Uh, I, I think we've got another year or two of, of DCE. Okay, but... who, who takes over from him? Just purely based on what you've seen so far, if if DC couldn't play the first Origin, we're leading into Origin. Based on what we've seen from both the careers of Sam Walker and, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. Sam Walker's courageous. He's it's just so small and slight in that arena. So is Alfie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, true. Mm. True. I think the game's changed a little bit since Alfie played. True. Yeah. Is I, Milford a Queenslander? Chuck him in the seven. He's played for <laughs> Queensland. Well, chuck him in the seven. I <laughs> don't think it's happened. But no, look, if, if, if you made me pick right now, um, I'd probably throw Dearden in there. Based on last year's game yeah. three, probably? Yeah. I think it's a matter of time. I, mean, I don't think it's a matter of if. It's a matter of when Sam Walker yeah, I think plays Sam for Walker Queensland. Plays Absolutely. For Queensland. Yeah. Remember Badge argued about that last year going, no, DCE's the best halfback in there. His team's getting beaten by 60 every week, Badge. That's not his fault. He's the halfback and captain. It's not yeah, his fault. Oh, it's certainly not his fault. Well, he's part of the problem. Well, yeah, of course, because he's in the team. Am I talking to two badges here? Mate, you were it, arguing it, against it last year. Mate, it's hard to 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 if you're get on the back foot and you're not getting over the advantage line. Now, what what is a halfback going to do? Take a hit up? I'm drinking my shake. <laughs> what, what is it? I mean, <laughs> it just it's not. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, Sats, you'd have arguments with Badge All about what fourth best. You yeah. would have arguments last year with Badge about why DCE shouldn't be in the Origin team. I would never say that about Cherry Evans. When Manly were going through a rough trot, no. you were going, no, 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 Deedon's the I guy. Never said bringing Cherry in, bringing Evans in confidence from club level is a huge factor in, you know. A, and that's what Sats argued. That is. I mean, it, it, I mean, you look at the Queensland team last year, the players that went into that side, their club sides were going great. They went in there with, with a lot of confidence and, you know, obviously went on to win the series. But, yeah, look, in a, in a crucial role like the halfback, the halfback is not going to win and, you know, he's not going to be able to win you a game if your forwards are um, you know, playing like bludges and, you you know, you're dropping balls or you're turning over balls. It's just impossible. It, it's just not. I couldn't give a stuff anyway. Blues will win Origin 3-0 this year. Go the Blues. Enough of this that, Queensland talk. Your, what, are we betting, what are we putting on that? 40 nuggets. Right. <laughs> By the way, 40 crispy, juicy chicken McNuggets are delicious with friends. But mm. together, with tangy Cajun sauce, that's for close friends only. Oh, wow. I did rub some of those nuggets on my body too, by the way, <laughs> to let you know. It's very good for you. I thought you were going to say you, you rubbed the tangy, <laughs> tangy Cajun. What about Michael? Your no, nipples. I didn't. <laughs> what? Boys, caught it a month ago, Manly don't make the eights and Sam Walker takes DCE at origin. That's from Michael. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna, I'm, it's, I'm it's, not sure it's going to happen yet. I don't think it happened yet, but it's going to be a Mate, tasty little... Queensland aren't New South Wales. We don't just drop players for the sake of dropping players. No, you just steal our players. No. We, well, maybe. Yeah, we do, actually. <laughs> but... Where were you born? I was born in Caring Bar Hospital in <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> Who did you play for? Queensland. Yeah, there we go. There's Mate, I one. grew up up here. I played for Queensland my whole life. Doesn't matter, mate. 
It, do, it does to me. You're a New South Welsh, Welshman. My mum was born and bred in Queensland. I, you you know, weren't? Grew up in Queensland. You're a turncoat. Brisbane Eel says, hoping, Matt, you keep your positive karma. Well, he hasn't had positive karma tonight. He's just <laughs> rubbished everyone. <laughs> uh, even after some time with Justin. And hope he still talks to you after your shake sharks towel up his rabbits. It'll happen. Who's writing that rubbish? Brisbane Eel. Oh, thanks, Brisbane. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, mate, I, my, my positive outlook is waning. It is, you know, with some of the comments I'm getting from Jason over there. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm drinking my shake. <laughs> Get used to it. Now, uh, Blue says, round one, 2023 should have been Dolphins versus Broncos Thursday night to kick off the season. Penrith versus Parramatta Friday night or Sunday Arvo, replay from last year's grand final. Once upon a time they used to do that, Blue, but they do have rivalry around now because – you don't have to open up the season with those big games because they're they're a given that they're going to get a lot yeah, of exposure. I also don't like Dolphins and, and Broncos. It's a it, it sounds nice. It's got that nice feel to it, but it's not going to draw the the eyeballs like you know a well, Sydney you know, the crowds. Big, like the, you know the yep. Sydney crowds exactly. It's a smaller market. And the game against the Roosters, the Arthur Beetson Cup, yeah, as well. It's a it's a no, it's a nice angle actually, mm. and being played at Suncorp on a Sunday Arvo. Do Cronulla and Dragons play for Steve Rogers? Cup? No, that's that's Cronulla and Manly. They, they played in the oh, grand, the grand final. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cronulla have only won it like four times in the last twelve years. What year? Sorry to go off yeah. subject here, Wookie, but um, what year was it when your dad was with the Dragons and he broke his jaw? No, that was with Cronulla. Was 80, it Cronulla? Eighty-five. Was it? Yeah, start of eighty-five. Who broke First, it? Mark Bugden. Mark Bugden, the hooker from the Drag uh, yeah, Bulldogs. Yep. Yeah. It's a brutal one. I was ball boy on that day, sitting on the sideline. It happened about 10 metres in front of me. Really? Yeah, it was horrific. As a little nine-year-old, I was. Wow. It was, uh, it was a, yeah, he looked like your old man when he was walk, coming off after the grand final, except <laughs> he couldn't keep playing. He wasn't as tough. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. So yeah. Going back to the rivalry, though, yeah. if the Dolphins become the new rivals for the Broncos, what happens with the Cowboys versus Broncos? I don't know. Now, do the Southeast, three th- Southeast Queensland clubs... Yeah, everyone plays a off, rivalry. Everyone plays. <laughs> everyone plays off for a cup these days. Some yeah, sort yeah. of. So do they play some sort of Southeast Queensland tri series? I don't know. Like, what happens with the Cowboys again? They're just sitting out there all by themselves. They're too good for the other. Yeah, three, I, yeah that's you know, a good I, point. I don't think you can manufacture rivalries. They've got to come out of something. You know. I, well, who are the Titans' rivals? Is it the Broncos? Well, the, I don't the, really the feel that. The problem is, like, you've got to actually be competitive to be. Like, like the Broncos, the, the Titans and the Broncos the last couple of years have been horrible. Yeah. And, you know, like, is there a rivalry? Like, does anybody care about a rivalry when they're playing for 14th and 15th? But the, the Titans, when you were playing in, the, in those early days, was there a team? It would have had to have been the Broncos. Well, that you was just a big brother to be, up right? the road. Well, it was a manufactured rivalry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was not. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the, the you know, the old West versus Manly, the Silver Tails versus the Fibros, you mm. know, where, you know, Manly were stealing, you know, the players, like the Les Boyds and stuff to go over and play for them and, you know, fight up the fans and created that rivalry. Yeah. Was, that's the rivalries that I sort of, you know, hark back to when I think about rivalries. It's not, you know. <laughs> I think I think the Broncos-Cowboys rivalry came out of that grand final. Well, it came out of five games in a row that were settled, settled yeah, by, by yeah, a yeah. point mm. in the grand final. Yeah. And and that was, you know, everyone, you got excited about seeing them get together and play. Um, I don't get overly excited about, you know, in the last couple of years, I, I certainly haven't, you know, been on the edge of my seat or, you know, thinking about from Wednesday onwards, I can't wait to watch the Broncos play the Titans. Mm. You know, it's, it hasn't been that exciting. I think this year that might change. 
Buddy from the fighting suburb, Sydney suburb of Birong, one of the great places. G'day, boys. Sam Walker playing Origin. Yes, please. As a New South Wales supporter, we would love it. He would get smacked. No, he wouldn't. Be yeah, careful would. what you wish for. I'm wishing for it right now. He Come plays. On. He plays a bl- brand of rugby league that has been so that has been taught by his father, which is unpredictable. It goes against everything that you're expecting from a from a player. Oh, I love the way he plays. Pick him. Pick him then. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> if I was a selector, I would. Oh, you Sam, would not. You'd pick Sam now. Not you now. Not. No. But if DC, <laughs> if DC wasn't there, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't worry about the eels, Matty. We'll go all right. Yeah, I mean, Steve said, well, you're waiting you know, for the Eels I, I think, fans. I think to they'll off. make the eight. I think they'll make the eight, but I think there'll be a big slide. You know, I don't think they're going to be the side that they. I mean, you can't lose the quality of players that they've lost, mm. and just you know roll out you know a, a few more players and fill that quality. You know, you just you can't. Um, what about what about this one? Afternoon, gents. Michael from Logan. Going the early crow here. I've got three Queensland teams making the finals this year. I like what I'm seeing and hearing from the Broncos, Titans, and Cowboys. Oh, there's potential for that. Mm. Now, I, I, I mean, what's what? your thoughts? Oh, I think the I think the Broncos' back line is one of the most exciting in the comp. Man, what about their forward pack? Yeah, no um, Reynolds, no Broncos. No, yeah, but, but Reynolds is there. But if he gets injured and he's out, that's, for, like, that's like any team. That's like if Penrith yeah, lose, lose Nathan Cleary. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a moot point what you're saying. It's a what point? It's it's. What you're well, saying saw, is just obvious. We saw, you know, Mitchell Moses, Paramount. Broncos won't make it. A Cronulla without Nico Hines. Titans or, won't make it. You know, like it's. A, oh, the Titans good, actually. I'll have a carton with you. I reckon the Cowboys the will be. The Broncos will make it. Cowboys will be top two. I think yeah, the yeah, top. If, Cow- and if any other Queensland team makes it, I think it's the Titans. I really do. Yeah, I, I, I think the Broncos, uh, mate, they're going to be thereabouts. I, who? I, I, okay, who are those three teams going to – who are the Broncos going to take out? Who are they going to take out of the eight? That's why I, there's so many holes in that. And then you've got, you know, I, I mean, I, I think potentially the Tigers could play finals football too. You know, Appy Coruscant is going to make a huge difference to that side. Um, John you know, Bateman. Papali'i and, and Bateman on the David edges. Yep. You, you boys have got 13 teams in the top eight. <laughs> Seriously, I think, I think I've counted 14. Do you know what it is? Unfortunately, it's that eighth position that the remainder of the teams have seemed to be playing for. Okay, yeah, so the, the Raiders finished eighth last year. Yeah. Are they in? Mm. I think they just miss out. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't think they get there. Okay. Well, from so, what they showed in the trials anyway, particularly that second trial. And seven up, you can't see any of those teams missing out from last year. Uh, what? Okay, is yeah. Parramatta missing out? I, I, South I think missing potentially out? Parramatta could miss out. Oh, don't do that. The text machine will blow oh, up. Steve from Dubbo's just going <laughs> to open up on you. Okay, I've got, I've just, I've just got this handed to me by, by uh, Daddy Vass. <laughs> Daddy Vass. Sats, you've got premiers, roosters, mm-hmm. runners up, sharks. Yep. Oh, I'll do it together. Premiers for roosters. You've got sharks, premiers, Maddie. You yep. said that last night. Runners up. You've got the sharks, Sats, mm-hmm. and you've got the cowboys. Sorry, that's the Nuggets. Uh, the cowboys <laughs> as runners up, Maddie. Wooden spoon, you both have the Dolphins. Yep. All right, I'm surprised you two haven't squeezed that Queensland team into the top. <laughs> but can, I just, can I just say, I think the Dolphins will win some games this year. I just think as soon as they get a few injuries, it's just going to be all, you know, one mountain too I'm high. with you. I think yeah. the Redcliffe Dolphins will win some games too in the Host Plus Cup. Daily M, <laughs> Munster for Sats. Nico Hines for the Rat. Yeah, good choices. Jewel, back-to-back. Yeah, back-to-back, mate. Wow. I think he's going to be better this year. You reckon? Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think he's got a lot of room for improvement. Well, he's got no points round one. He's yeah. out. Yeah, true. Well, you don't no. need him, mate. Top. Won by a record last year. You've got Cobbo <laughs> as top try scorer. Are you kidding? 
That's are you kidding? I mean, so, you know, Johnston, I, I, mate. How, if, who's going to knock him off? If there's if there's if there's someone just waiting for football to start, it's got, it's got to be Selwyn Cobbo, doesn't it? Like oh. the amount of stuff in the press. Oh, just, gets him off the bloody podcast. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How do you go against Johnston, Alex Johnston? Like seriously, what? Hey, have you seen Have you seen that left hand side of he South? Can finish, yeah, can't he? and he can't finish. Can finish. You yeah. are kidding yourself. Okay. Biggest improvers: the Warriors for Sats, Tigers for Rat. Can you just Can you just say that I've got Alex Johnson as top try scorer? Yeah, I have, yeah, and yeah, I acknowledged so, yeah. it. That's yeah, why you're my you. favourite in here thank tonight. You, right. Even though you ate nineteen of my <laughs> nuggets. Biggest slider, Sats. How could you? What? Our great mate Hook. I know. And put the Dragons. I know. And I know they didn't make the finals, but I think well, they go from 10th. Whatever. A How are they going to slide? They're already <laughs> right, stop slim. Or you can slide, baby. <laughs> when you've won a wooden spoon, which I have, you can slide. Yeah. Spot oh. the ex Cronulla player in the studio. Uh, and you've got the Eels, mate. So when you say they well, slide, they slide out of the eight. Well, potentially. But I, I think they're going to be. I think they, they'll, they'll finish seventh or eighth. So they're not. So they're still playing finals. So you're not having to go at him, are you? Well, it's well, it's well, his second night. Sliding, He's the shiny sliding, little toy. Sliding from tenth to twelfth. <laughs> no, so from tenth to say fifteenth. That's a slide. Yeah, well, well the finishing fourth to still playing finals to eighth. Still playing finals. It's a slide, and you get knocked out first round. <laughs> All I know is just don't don't rely on Sats to be a mate. So the Warriors are the biggest improvers, not his not his mate Sheensy at the Tigers, like you've put Rat well done. Yep. And biggest sliders, his other mates, Anthony Griffin, Hook, out. Wow, Hook's never going to come on again. It's a cruel world. It is. Well, look what you did with your relationship to Todd Payton last speak year. speak to us. Mm. We're not speak to us. Hey, we spoke about some of the um, the outs, two big ones we missed, and this is coming from 280. No Gagai, no Josh Papali'i. Oh, Gagai. Yeah. Yeah. All right, one more text before we go to a break. Okay, Justin, I'll put my hand up. You got me once on Valentine's Day when I was unaware of your accountant gag. I think you clowns called it gear. Touch sensitive Jack. What? Is that in Morse code? He's written in hieroglyphics. He's got to text us earlier. (laughs) That's what I'm suggesting. Break time. Brand new segment coming out next, and it features our next guest as well. It's called Our 18th Man. We'll get to that next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Matty Rogers and Scotty Sattler in the chair tonight here on Sports Day. Time for a new segment. The 18th Man with Scott Sattler. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's a new segment each week. We're going to focus on a young player that you can watch each week. Sometimes players you don't know much about, so we're going to get into their lives, a little bit of their background. Uh, Some of these young players are going to be players we believe they're going to be around for a long time. So you can watch their progression throughout the season and be part of their... uh, be part of their development. That's what I used to love about when they'd have three grades on one day, under-21s, reserve grade, first grade, because a lot of the members used to turn up for the under-21s. I mean, they watched the progression of a 17, 18-year-old, then they'd make second grade, then they'd make their debut into first grade. And we don't get a lot of that anymore. So on the back of that, we're going to try and bring these players into the focus. And the first man is from the Melbourne Storm. 
we love finding those champions of tomorrow. And of course, what they do is they recognise us for helping them. Yeah, once we talk to them, they become guns. Yeah. So uh, here's another one. Uh, young sunny coast bloke. I want to find out the difference between living in Sunshine Coast and Melbourne. He's mm. a, a back rower for the storm. Trent Lero joining us on Sports Day. G'day, Trent. G'day, guys. How you going? Good. I can answer your question, Woogie, and you can chime in here also, Trent. The difference between sunny coast and Melbourne is that in the sunny coast, you drank full cream milk. In Melbourne... <laughs> You now drink yak's milk. <laughs> Goat's milk. <Yeah. laughs> Is that right, Trent? <laughs> no, geez, yeah, I don't know about that. Still drinking full, milk, full cream milk. Yeah, good man. Good lad. So how's it going down there? How's, uh, how's been there? I mean, you've been down there from the sunny coast now, part of the system at the sunny coast Falcons, but then going down full time to Melbourne the last couple of years, how have you found the, the transition, the different landscapes? Yeah, mate, it's, um, it's definitely very different living, uh, living down here in Melbourne. Um, it's a lot colder. Um, weather's weather's not as good as up north, but um, no, I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's such a great club, and um, I love being here. It's got um, it's, it's full of good people, and um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying my time down here. Yeah, that's what I love about Melbourne. They've got good people, good people yeah. around as well. Frankie Panisi and Co. And so, so, tell the listeners a bit of your journey, where you came from. I know you're from the Sunny Coast, Mountain Creek High, and but what was the journey? How did Melbourne identify you? Yeah, so I um, grew up on the Sunshine Coast and um, played all my junior footy there. Um, I was in, went to Mountain Creek State High School where they have a, um, a footy program. So I uh, played there from um, year 7 to 12. And um, then I sort of transitioned uh, playing with the Falcons and played 16 to 18 there. And um, yeah, probably from about 16 or 17, um, the club sort of approached me and um, I was just in their junior junior academies from yeah about 17 onwards, and um, straight out of school, come down and uh, did a did a full preseason, which was pretty daunting. Um, and yeah, just went back, uh, played 20s back on the sunny coast, and um, ended up moving down full time at the end of 2019. So yeah, that's about it. Well, mate, you're, it sounds like you're, you're a real product of the Storm system, and you know the Storm have got you know a great record of producing talent. And just, you know, people coming from sort of nowhere, you know, that we don't know. And all of a sudden there's a star on the horizon. Um, you've been down in Melbourne for a little while now. You've had, a, like you said, you've had a couple of pre-seasons. How's Bellyache approached this off-season? You've lost so many key players. I mean, it's upwards of a thousand games of experience the club's lost. Have you noticed a difference in his approach to this pre-season uh, to any others? Um, I think... He's definitely, I reckon he's been a bit more stern with us. Um, obviously, with some new boys um, coming to the club, just laying the law down. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we've been, we've been very defensive-focused uh, this preseason. So, um, I think, yeah, last year there was uh, a few games there where we definitely weren't at our best defensively. So, um, yeah, this preseason has been, um, we've been, yeah, uh, ripping into each other defensively. And I think that's what we're going to, that's definitely what we're going to be taking in um, to this season. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, a couple of those players in Kenny Bromwich and Felice Cafusi who've left left the club, um, obviously there's some holes on those edges, um, given that's sort of where where you'll float around. Has Craig given you any indication of what your role will be in the side? Um, Yeah, obviously that's where I prefer to play is on an edge. Um, I played through the middle last year and um, filled in spots where I could. But, uh, yeah, I prefer to play on an edge and 
um, hopefully that's where I'll get to play this year. I don't know if I can say too much um, on here, but we'll just have to wait till Thursday night to see. But yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, that's that's my preferred position. Yes. That's a hook and tease in the biz, isn't it? <laughs> that's what we call it. We hook it. and tease. <laughs> we got him. Hey, Trent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't say any more. Frankie Panisi yeah. on the phone. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. now, you just said yeah, that uh, I can't believe you just disclosed something that, that Craig Bellamy has been sterner with you. I didn't think that's he could scary. be any more sterner. That is scary. Now, yeah. have you been on the end of one of his tirades? Um, not, not, nothing too bad. Um, I remember my, my debut year, I, I played up North and, um, I remember coming at half time and, and he, he gave me a little spray, but, um, I haven't been on the back end of anything uh, too crazy. So hopefully I can keep it that way. Yeah. Now, good signing. Uh, another good signing, um, that's new to the club. And you talk about new players coming to the club, coming from the Warriors. I've been a fan of his ever since I saw him as a, He's about 17 or 18 playing in a, a lower grades uh, game in Auckland, and that's Eli Katoa. Uh, mm. He could be really special for the club, couldn't he? Tell us a little bit about his preseason. Has he got used to the hard workload that Melbourne Storm, will they expect from their players? Yeah, for sure. Hey, Eli's, um, yeah, he's an unreal player. Better bloke, even better bloke. Um, he fit straight in. Um, as soon as he got down here, fit in like, so well. Um, and yeah, mate, he's he's an unbelievable trainer, and he's a big freak freak of a human. He's I think he's about 110 kilos, moves like he's a winger. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's going to be real good for us um, this year. Obviously, with the departures of um, Kenny and Kenny and Foos, so um, yeah, I think I think he's uh, definitely going to be in for a breakout year. Mate, you're a um, you're a young fellow with a big future ahead of you, and you know it's you know there's a, a huge opportunity here to, f- to fill some holes here, mate. Can you tell us what what are your goals for this year, mate? What are you what are you trying to achieve in your game, and I guess overall as a team? Yeah, um, I, for me personally, I just I just want to play um, some good footy and make sure that um, you know I'm doing doing my bit bit for the team. I think that's the main thing down here is. Um, you know, everyone doing their role to the best they can. So, uh, for me personally, um, I'd say that, yeah, just making sure that I'm doing my role each week uh, to the best of my ability, and um, then obviously we want to be winning, winning as much footy as we can this year. So, um, I think that's an, another big thing, and uh, we'll be, yeah, striving to win as many games and um, go as close as we can to, um, yeah, being there at the back end of the back end of the year and. Um, yeah, that's, that's that's the main goal is trying to win a premiership. So yeah. uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, and obviously the season hasn't started. But um, yeah, just like I said, we want to be a uh, consistent footy team, and um, yeah, we've got a good opportunity to start that off this week against Para. So looking Bell- forward to it. Bellamy's philosophy: nice you got three easy jobs, young man. Just do them the best you can. <laughs> so uh, okay, we're going to put you under the blowtorch <laughs> here. Okay, some simple questions, yeah. um, just about your teammates. Um, so the first question is, Trent Lero, is uh, if you could be any other teammate for a week, who would it be and why? Oh, jeez. Um, I might have to say Tui Kamikamitha. Uh, because um, of his body? I don't know if you seen his rig. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> <That's> <laughs> if ridiculous. I was Tui, I'd be walking, I'd be walking around the streets and with my shirt off. So yeah. I'd probably say Tui. Look like he's been chiseled in, out of stone. In two it's degrees ridiculous. weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Who's, who's the coach's pet? I mean, you're a young player. You don't want to say too much. But from your observation, who's the coach's pet? Uh, I'd have to say... Munster or Harry, they're, they're uh, Bells' two sons, long-lost long sons. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
If you get if uh, one teammate, just by the way that he, if he's messy in the dressing sheds, if he's too loud, that you just couldn't live with. You couldn't live with him long term. Oh, oh, Chris Lewis, I'm sure. I actually did live with him when I first moved down. He's a school um, teacher. Yeah. Lewis, he's a school teacher. Chris Lewis is 30 years of age, and I remember when I moved in with him, I don't think he had one shirt on a coat hanger. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, what's te- which teammate could do a comedy skit on stage? Who's the funniest teammate? Who can deliver the best joke? Uh, you know who's really funny? I'd probably give that to Husey. Husey's just an undercover. Jerome Hughes, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jerome Hughes, yeah. Undercover uh, cheeky, cheeky little bugger. So I reckon he'd be good. Okay, last yeah. one. You've got a two-man race, okay, to pl- to run for your life, and you have to bet on one of these players over 100 metres. It's Xavier Coates or Will Warbrick. Oh, jeez. Jeez. Oh. I don't want to say the wrong answer here. Your life depends on it. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm going to have to go with my roomie, Xavier. Oh, nice. I'm going to say Xavier. And Will Warbrick, he's he's going to have a big career in rugby league. He's he's going to be great. Mm. 100%. I reckon he's he's another one in for a breakout year. So looking forward to seeing him. Right Trent Lariero. Um, what a good kid. Yeah, great yeah. kid. Hey. But I want to ask him first, though, did you frequent the, the great nightclub at Mooloola Bar that was TGI's? Did you, did you frequent that as a, a teenager growing up? Uh, no, I think that might have been a bit before my time. I, what is it, TGI's? It to, yeah, it used yeah. to be at Mooloola Bar Wharf. It had the Trent, st- you're talking to a 50-year-old here. Yeah. so You had the stickiest yeah. carpet <laughs> Well before you on the time. sunshine. I wasn't that long ago, yeah. anyway. Or I'll go then. All yeah, right. I might have missed it. Might have been a bit before my time. All right, mate. I was going to find out what's the uh, what's the dodgy club in Melbourne that you're hanging out with with your Storm teammates. We won't worry about that. Listen, mate, Trent. Thanks for your time. Uh, good luck with the seat. You expected to win this week. You've won the what for the last hundred years the first, first game. game of the season. Don't let the coach down. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Certainly, and our listeners are taking a liking to yeah, Matty yeah. Rogers, the addition to oh. the Sports Day team. 0457 736. <laughs> Mate, that's 736. I just said they are. I'm, I'm just, I thought you were saying that the listeners are taking a liking to the interview that we just no, played. Well, they did a, like a great that text here from, uh, from Daniel from Prairiewood. He's our Says, smartest listener. Part of the whack pack. Gents, great interview with Trent Hero. As a Storm fan who has monitored the rise and progression of Trent Lairo since he debuted back in 2021, I'm expecting big things from the young edge back row, a big body with great leg speed who will make the left edge second row position his own, proving to be the perfect replacement for Kenny Bromwich. Watch for him from a strong combination with Munster on the Storm's potent left edge. They just do continue to produce superstars, don't yeah. they, down there? Yeah. What about, what about when he said... Um, he's turned up the training. It's the toughest one yet, or something like. Oh, yeah, he's pre-season. been really stern on us this off-season. Oh, well, what? Well, I th- you, you know what? You think about it though. Like they've lost a thousand games of experience out of that side. Mm. He's brought in a lot of new faces. Well, not new, new, new faces. Like Trent's been in the system, but it's like, right. Now you've arrived. Now you're here. Now you're. Now we're on. This is what we expect. And he's laid down the law, and mm. made up. He, he, he gets results. 
Need to rip into this. We've been previewing the team's season. We're only two more sleeps to go, and it's the team that finished in second spot. We're talking after the regular season here. 38 points last year, 18 wins, six losses. We've spoken to their coach, uh, Craig Fitzgibbon, about this, and they're hurting from finishing a game short. Uh, they lost their two back finals back-to-back. Can they go further this year, Sats and Rat? Well, we already know you, Rat. You think they're going to win the premiership. How are they going to do it? Well, I, I just think that they, you know, Nico Hines is going to be a better footballer this year. That's the first time he's led a, an Earl side at, at halfback for a season. Mm-hmm. And think about the season that he had. You watch him play in that All-Stars game. Uh, he's going to play a lot more direct this year, I believe. What about how much time he's, he gives he, himself? He just does it easy. Mm. And great players look like they're playing in slow motion, and he does it. It was a disappointing finish to the season to a lot of people. And then Craig Fitzgibbon, the players would have been filthy the, the way they went out in straight sets. But the improvement that they showed from being a team that sort of borders on being around sort of that bottom part of the eight to being a genuine premiership contender in their first year oh, is, is an amazing season. And they'll get better in the second season of his coaching because just all those, you know, those principles and values that he's tried to instill in the players, they'll be entrenched mm. in that side. Not only that, I've always been a believer if you win the comp, you've got to look at player 21 to 24 yep. who are going to play, they're about 12, maybe 10 to 12 games a season. Yep. And are those players 21 to 24 of your playing group, when they play those 10 to 12 games, can they make a difference? Yep. You look at this Sharks depth, it's got. I think it's got one of the outside, probably Penrith, probably probably side by side. They got the best depth in both yeah. their sides. Um, their gains, well, they didn't have to really buy many, but no. I tell you what, they bought a good one in Oregon. Kafusi, great player, mm. great back rower, just big, strong, powerful. Lockie Miller going big to Newcastle, loss. but then straight away, uh, young Kate Dykes, Dykes goes down the same. Sort that of... that is a concern because Will Kennedy, um, you know, his his durability is probably been the only question over his game. He plays a physical game, Will Kennedy. He throws himself into it. He's only a small body. Uh, with Cade Dykes out now, they, they experimented last year um, when uh, Will Kennedy was injured and they put Nico Hines back to fullback and it was probably the Sharks' worst performance of the year. So I yep. don't think that mistake will be made again. But they've got Kyle Eero there, um, who uh, mate, was the New South Wales Cup Player of the Year, um, played a couple of games in the top grade last year and trialled extremely well. So there's another outside back that can fill a hole for him. So, yeah, I just think they've got enough talent across the board there to get the job done. I, I really do. And, it, look, there might be some bias in that. I, I think North Queensland Cowboys are in the same sort of mix. They're going to be a better side, a younger side that's graduated to maybe go into that next step. Uh, and, and, look, obviously you've got – You've got Penrith that are going to be a team to beat, but they've lost a lot of players. But I just, I just think Cronulla have got all the ingredients to get the job done. I like that. What about their bench? You look at the bench from round one this this week. You got Cameron McGuinness starts at a lot of other clubs. You got Wade Graham, hmm. who is like a coach on the field. Yep. Oregon Kafusi starts at a lot of clubs or will soon start at a club. Jack Williams is a tremendous back rower. They got Connor Tracy, player eighteen, who if a fullback goes down, he's the sort of kid you could throw in. Throw in anywhere. Yeah, he's a great footballer. You put really him in any position. Fight. you got Royce Hunt who's out. Yep. You know, he'll he'll come back and add to that, add to the pack. Your fella, Jaden Beryl, who's Jayden the backup Beryl. hooker, who's yep. just a great little competitor. Yeah. They're in a really good position. Okay. I, I, I predict Blake Braley will be your New South Wales hooker in the next couple of years. Okay. I, I think he is mm. a fantastic player. All right, got to wrap this up. You have him as premiers, Rat? I do. 
Sats. Runners up. Okay. There you have it. Rightio. Uh, what do you think? Where do you think the Sharks will finish this year? 0457 736 736. Got to go to a break. We want to get to your texts and also the weather for New Farm next here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Matty Rogers, Scotty Sattler here tonight. Uh, Last laugh coming up in just a moment. You have been on a slippery slope of doom when it comes to your last laughs. No, I disagree. No, mm. Well, the listeners don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They well, don't. One listener, Steve from Dubbo. It only takes one. Mm, it's, yep. One, Just one drop who was voted the most boring man in Dubbo. <laughs> he was not. He was officially voted by the local council as the most boring man in Dubbo. <laughs> that, that, mate, there's, there's a lot of texts here, and, and they're, they're relating to Ponga and defending in the front line and, and how he's going to go. Yep. I, I've got to say, um, it says this text from from... Four six five says, "Right, how poor was Ponga's attempt to tackle in the trials? He can't tackle and won't last. It won't at number six. Look, I don't, I don't think you can take trial form too seriously, but I, I believe he can tackle, and I've seen him tackle, and it's something that you can learn. Um, but in that first, first in def- that first Origin match, he buckled that many people." And, playing at lock. And you know what it's like, Sats. Like defence, if, if you've got your systems right and you're standing in front of someone, defence is just an attitude. Yeah, you're right. So if you want to stop them, you'll stop them. If you want to – I mean, physics sometimes don't allow it, but, you know, he's not too small that he's not going to be able to stand in front of people and stop someone. I just got to read our text here. You started out really well yesterday, Rat. You only had one complaint. We had a lot of positives. <laughs> Tonight's uh, 465, Rat, you'll find out quickly. You must be totally unbiased in your opinions, predictions – Otherwise, you won't be respected. <laughs> right. All right, mm. it's mate. It, it's it's a hard place mate, to work. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being. I'm being unbiased. He's yelling at, he's yelling at a clown. I'm not. It? I'm being unbiased. Who is who is this four six five? Tell me your name. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't take it personally either, does he? Calm down. No, Let's go no, quickly no, no, the no, I've got your number. I'm calling you <laughs> after the show. New Farm Australian <laughs> through and through. If you're listening in Broken Hill tonight, it's perfect. Perfect conditions for tomorrow. Clear skies. Nothing better than a clear night in Broken Hill. Never been to Broken Hill. Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's good. Uh, Top of 28. Sun's staying around all week. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australia through and through. Right here. Some more texts. There's a ton of them here. Uh, Woogie Worm and Rat. I think was you yesterday, Worm, that said Inverell is near Leeton. Geez, I hope you're not driving a cab. It's nearly 832 kilometres from Leeton. Yeah, you're right, Rooster. Correct me if I'm right. I was meaning Inverell is near Tinga because that's where... Oh, now you're saying... Nathan Blacklock territory. And yeah, Preston. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Robbie Sims. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Hey, boys. How do you think the Aussies will go playing inside a stadium with a roof? Now, Jason. (laughs) Jason is the text message. It's indoor. Indoor is actually the name of the place. It's It's the town. It's it's called Indoor. Yeah, but it's it's not door. It's in indoor. Is that right? It's in. It's in a town indoor. called Indoor. No, but it's not. Yeah, that's right. No, no, read town. my lips. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's in a town called Indoor. But is it indoor in indoor? Oh, what do you reckon? Well, I'm no, asking you. Definitely not. Thank you, right? Definitely not. Jeez, it's good to have someone smart on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maddie, with remarks like Paris, <laughs> this is from Steve from Dubbo. He loves me. 
Matty, with remarks from, from like Paris slipping as far as eighth, you should be doing the last laugh. <laughs> that was hilarious. That You're also lucky good. I can't fight because bagging Paris are fighting words. Mate, uh, look, I, I, was a, I was a Para fan in the 80s when they were winning everything because I was a kid and I just wanted to follow the winners. Yep. But, um, look, it's been a long time between drinks for you, for you Para fans. And I, I know they're fighting words because you've, it's been so long, but um, yeah, look, I just can't see him getting it done this year. Can I read out this text from Ross in Townsville? Hi, boys. Green Stark plus three spinners will get us a get us a win if Uzi gets big runs. I agree. Mm, yeah, it's important. And yeah. head and head at the top of the order yeah, too. Yeah. If we get away to we get to put some runs on the board, you, give him something to chase. Uh, are they all meant to get runs? Well, we're talking about bowlers first. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know you don't know that Cam Green and Stark are bowlers, right? <laughs> Well, we haven't really seen India, like, under any pressure, have we, in this series so far? Like, it would be nice to see them have to chase them. Oh, something. in the first innings, the last test, they yeah, were. well, I mean, well, well, we, have a, we had a run lead going into the second innings. Yeah, that was like, the lunch. Um, well, it was not, it was not exactly... You know, <laughs> it was not exactly pressure. Okay, but, Michelle in Dubbo. I think, does Michelle live with Steve? I think so. I don't know. Maybe they're dating. Gay, guys... My top eight in order is Roosters, Sharks, Souths, Penrith, Cowboys, Storm, Eels, Titan. Titans in eighth spot. And, yeah, log between Tigers, uh, Broncos, Raiders, Tigers. Yeah, so well, if Michelle is with Steve from Dubbo, she's going to be in trouble because she's got the Eels in seventh. Yeah, yeah she'll yeah. be in trouble. She'll be in trouble. No, no yeah. food for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, what about um, Michael says, Jace, I have Canberra, Parramatta and Melbourne missing the eight. To allow for the Broncos and Titans. Canberra, who? Canberra, Parramatta and Melbourne. Yeah. Missing the eight. Wow, yep. that's a big call. Mm. Right, yeah, let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. In all seriousness, I'm a little bit concerned about a mate of mine. He's, he's got a stutter and he's just, um, he's just been sent to prison. And the thing I'm worried about is I'm, I'm just worried that he won't finish his sentence. <laughs> this is great banter. <laughs> it really is. That's actually not bad. So. Oh, are we going to give him this? Oh, because <laughs> oh, oh, Maddie laughed at it. Let's give him a <laughs> laugh. Oh. It's, uh, grab a podcast of the show, Sports Day New South Wales. Maddie. it's been great hanging uh, out with you for uh, your two days I of work. I think Sats is getting jealous, mate. I've got to, I can't come back till next yeah, week. don't come back. <laughs> Enjoy your long weekend. We'll, we'll see, see you next ya. Monday. Good day.